We've all had that feeling in the pit of our stomach. Something doesn't feel right. And maybe you move quickly from anxiety to fear. And then does that fear stop you from relying on God and your faith to pull you through? Well, you don't have to live in fear if you truly believe that God will help you with anything that life sends your way. Well, in his new book, Let Go of Your Fear, Choosing to Trust Jesus, Life's Stormy Times, Gary Zimmick will help you reach for God's hope. Gary is with me this morning to talk a little bit more about it. Hello, Gary. Welcome back to the show. Brenda, it's always great to be on with you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Well, Gary, I think in order to overcome fears, you need to understand what it is. So, Gary, can you help us kind of give us a ground base on understanding fear and its purpose? Yeah, and you know, the thing about fear is fear is an emotion. It's something given to us by God. It's something we can't directly control. Oftentimes, I speak a lot about worry, and people confuse worry and fear, but they're really two different things. Fear is a response. It's a belief. It's a response to the belief that we are in danger for any number of different reasons. Now, sometimes it's legitimate that we're afraid, and that's when God gave us this emotion of fear so that we can take steps to avoid doing something that might get us in trouble. So fear can be useful, but other times our fears can be excessive. We can be afraid when we when we really shouldn't be, you know, when it comes to trusting in God or something. So really what this book is about, it's learning to recognize fear as a God-given emotion and respond in the correct way. And my hope with the book also is that When the reader gets finished the book, they'll understand that many times we're afraid when we really shouldn't be, because we have a Father in Heaven who is absolutely in control. Well, Gary, then all of us, and I can say really as humans, that's an emotion that we feel. It is a gift from God, so it's not bad. But did Jesus himself feel fear too then? You know, that's a really good point, and I've been asked that before, and and I'm always hesitant to go into that, to answer that too much, but what I'll say this is that on the night before he died is that Jesus was obviously extremely troubled about what he was about to undergo, and my feeling on that is that Jesus trusted his Father completely. There's no doubt about that. He, He and the Father's will were one, but in his humanity, Jesus was reacting to his upcoming death and the suffering, the weight of all that suffering that was going to be on him by sweating blood and by praying to his Father, Father, if it be your will, take this suffering away from me, but ultimately not my will, but your will be done. So in doing so, Jesus allowed himself to to experience this emotion of dread. I think dread is a a more appropriate thing to, to call it. Than, than fear necessarily, but I'm sure there was some element of fear involved. He allowed himself to experience this so he could give us the example of what we can do when we're afraid. Well, if you want to learn more, Gary Zimmick's new book is called Let Go of Your Fear, Choosing to Trust Jesus in Life's Stormy Times. It is out by Ave Maria Press. Gary's joining me today as we talk a little bit more about this. Well, Gary, you know, at times I feel like God looks at us and just kind of smiles and pats us on the head and says, they're there. I think that happened with the apostles a lot. You know, they were with Jesus right there, able to touch him. And yet they were still afraid. For instance, 
the story of the boat on the stormy waters. So how can we, who don't get to touch Jesus the way the apostles did, how do we rely on God when we feel like he's maybe not even with us? You know, that's a great question. I'm really glad you asked me that, Brenda, because here's here I think we fall into this trap sometimes of technically, no, we can't touch Jesus in the flesh as the apostles did. And as you mentioned, they were still afraid, even, but they had to learn what he could do. They were, they were, he was developing a relationship with them. In, uh, in this book, I discuss both of the storms at sea as detailed in the Gospels, and in both cases, Jesus was trying to increase their faith. But, you know, I think what I need to remember, because I forget this constantly, is that I can encounter that same Jesus that the Apostles did through the Eucharist, through prayer. He's still alive. And it's so easy to forget that because I can't see his body with my eyes, I'm constantly forgetting how real he is, how he's with me, and how he's bigger than than my problems. And I've, Brenda, I've accepted this. This is going to be a lifelong journey for me and for all of us, really, to to try to break free from fear and to to learn to trust the Lord more. It's something we're going to be working on for the rest of our lives, some of us more than others. Oh, for sure, Gary. And also you talk about how, well, the antidote for having fear is also hope. Now, how can we rely yeah. on hope to help us through when it feels like it's a pretty dark time out there? Yeah, and that's, that's I think, the main reason I wrote this book is to help people who are in the middle of the storm realize that it might look hopeless now, but it looked hopeless to the apostles at the time. There is always hope when you invite the Lord into your situation— when you invite him to become active in your storm, I always say, when I speak, when I write, it will get better. I can't always promise externally the circumstances will change, because sometimes it doesn't. But when you invite Jesus into your storm, when you go to him, as the apostles did, and say, Lord, save us, we're drowning, however you want to say it, he will somehow do something to make it better. And oftentimes that just begins with that interior peace that, that feels so good, even though the storm might still be raging. Well, Gary Zimmick is a Catholic speaker and the best-selling author of a number of books, including Give Up Worry for Lent, Let Go of Anger and Stress. And he's joining me today to talk about his new book, Let Go of Your Fear. Well, this is a great resource. And again, the the wonderful thing I love about it is sometimes you fear picking up another book because you think, how can I have any more time to try to learn right. something new. This is small, it is concise, yeah. and it's really meant to be used. It's a resource you say for individual or a group. So tell our listeners, let's crack open these pages and explain to them how they can use this book. You know, Brenda, I'm glad you said that about the book being easy to use. I, I'm, I'm somebody who has a stack of books, all, you know, have multiple stacks oh, of me books. Too. And I'm always, right? I'm always juggling. And I wanted this to book, book to be very easy to use, and, and essentially what I do is, on the second night of my parish missions, when I give my Give Up Worry for Lent parish mission, I spend the second night talking about these two storms on the Sea of Galilee. The first one, Jesus is in the boat with the apostles. The second one, they're off on their own. He comes and joins them walking on the water. So these are two different storms. And I went through it verse by verse in this book. One chapter, I've pretty much stuck to one verse per chapter. The chapters are short. And I just look at what happened with the apostles. They're in the storm. They didn't know what to do. They thought they were drowning. They turned to Jesus. He calmed the storm. 
and they learn something. Essentially, both of these storms have this, this similar elements to them. And I went through it and basically verse by, by verse and, and tried to highlight to anybody reading the book, look, it looks bad in this storm, but look, look at what happened. At any one point, things looked really bleak for the apostles. But in the end, things worked out for the best. So in our case, if, if somebody's in the storm and they're reading the book, they have to understand that that's a snapshot. At any one point in time, these snapshots of the apostles in the storm looked very, very bad because in our case, our storms are not over yet. So the story's incomplete. So my, my goal is to give the reader hope by letting them understand that your storm is not finished yet. Let's give the Lord a chance to work. Oh, it's absolutely perfect. And in each chapter, you take on those moments, you give them some reflection questions, and of course, a prayer at the end of each section. It's yeah. a wonderful book. Again, it's called Let Go of Your Fear, Choosing to Trust Jesus in Life's Stormy Times. Gary, well, our listeners are going to want to get a copy. Where can they find a copy of your book? Also, more of your resources. Brenda, the easiest thing for anybody listening to do is to go right to my website, followingthetruth.com. They can find the book there. They can find access to all of my resources, or they can find out how to invite me to their parish to speak. Sounds good. Well, hopefully your travels will uh, get you to the Pacific Northwest. We would look forward to that very much. Gary, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure, Brenda. God bless you. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. You too. And again, that is Gary Zimmick, the name of the book, Let Go of Your Fear, Choosing to Trust Jesus in Live Stormy Times. Again, it is out by Ave Maria Press. I will be sure to add a link to where you can get right to Gary's page, find his resources, and also get a copy of the book for yourself. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview on the Hail Mary media app or on our webpage, materdayradio.com.